Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. Today, a beauty. Uh, and with thanks to the Committee for Wyndham, check out their Facebook page and uh, the website page, all the details of uh, the programs and events that are going on around our city. Today, you're going to meet uh, two of the uh, the future leaders of our city, probably the future leaders of, uh, of our country. Uh, Gabby Moraes and uh, Connor Barnes are the two students, uh, Year 12 students from Westbourne Grammar School, who you're about to meet. They're going to talk to us about uh, what's happened uh, in COVID-19, returning to school, and uh, their thoughts and hopes as they uh, head uh, towards the end of their schooling at uh, Year 12 at Westbourne. So uh, let's meet Gabby and Connor. Connor, Gabby, thank you so much for your time on the Talking Wyndham podcast. You must be excited. School holidays are just about here. Yeah, really excited. Only four more days. So excited! <laughs> um, what school? Uh, what school been like uh, since you since you went back? Your year twelve students, obviously, as I mentioned in the intro. Um, so you've been back a little while longer than most. Uh, how have you found it? I think actually we returned to the school that is obviously quite different for us to start. Year elevens and twelves went back first, and Westbourne's a pretty big campus, so it was very very empty to begin with. Bus rides were very empty, but now that everyone's back, it's sort of returning back to normal in a sense, probably as normal as it could be. Um, Connor, when you when you sort of were doing the homeschooling and all that sort of stuff, were you, did did you enjoy that, or was there something specifically you missed about being on campus? Um, I think the the main thing that I missed about being on campus is just the social interactions. I mean, Westbourne really had their their stuff down pat with remote uh, video calls for classes, and uh, we were still able to do lots of activities like we did. Um, we have a monologue competition which we. Normally we do it in real life, but we did it uh, over Zoom. Uh, so, so the only thing was just that sort of incidental interaction that you get at recess and lunchtime and when you're walking between classes. So I, I sort of missed that a bit. Gabby, how was it for you sort of just, I mean, you, you're basically sitting in front of your computer at home uh, um, looking at a screen all, all day. Did you enjoy that? Was it, was it totally different or how did, how did you handle it? Yeah, it was it's pretty rough and it definitely started to feel some you know, things towards the end, like I have such bad back problems now, but it was really difficult to go from a classroom and a learning environment with all my friends and, you know, with a teacher and being able to physically engage and then just to sit behind the computer all day. And I found that during the breaks, you know, I would go on my phone to talk to my friends and it was constantly being um, surrounded by a screen the whole day. Um, I found that really difficult to adjust to. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we talk about um, the younger generation that you're part of uh, being in front of screens all day, and then what we did for you know two or three months was to actually put you in front of a screen and make you sit there. Yeah, and we sort of found out that it's not the way of life, I guess, that we want. There has to be some moderation of everything. Yeah, so yeah, it was- it's really easy to get fatigued when you're just staring in front of the screen. Like the, the same, you're having the same sort of interaction that you would with your teacher in real life. But for some reason, it's just really tiring. Did it make you? Did it did it make you enjoy not having the screen in front of you when you actually got to go back into the classroom, go back to go on campus? Definitely, I think I have a now new found appreciation for school and the way that you know the opportunities that we have here. Connor, did it did it have that same effect on you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's so much easier just to like ask teachers questions, for instance. 
there are lots of things that I had taken totally for granted being at school that really came to light when we were at home and we were only really able to email our teachers in order to correspond with them. And it was much more difficult to have one-on-one chats, for instance, to get uh, feedback from your teachers. So that's an example of something that I've appreciated coming back to school. So, what are your peers and you talking about now? When you when you first got back on a campus, what was the uh, what was you know what was the the major theme of the conversations? Was it about what you'd been doing, what you'd missed, what you were looking forward to? Oh God, it definitely wasn't what we did because no one was doing anything. <laughs> um, I think a lot of the conversations amongst my friends were sort of how we were going to get through the year and how it's rough now, but. You know, we, it's probably made us very resilient in a way and in the future we're going to really appreciate that we were able to experience this. Connor, Year 12 yeah. is a, year 12 is an enormously important um, part, of your, part of your life. Um, how, how, were, you, were you worried about uh, the impact this might have on it? Um, I think everyone was, began being sort of worried about um, how they were going to go with the exams now that we'd had less time to be at school and actually learn the content. But... Um, Given that they actually, uh, VCAR, which runs the uh, curriculum for Victoria, actually cut down a whole lot of content for the year, which I think uh, soothes a lot of people's concerns. Uh, and also, I think we're all in the same boat, everyone in the state. So I think everyone sort of appreciates that we're being ranked against each other. Um, we're all in the same vision. So I think most people at the moment don't seem to be that concerned about um, that their academics. Were you? Uh, did you have a carefully planned out year twelve that you're going to do this here, this here, this here, and uh, like a month by month plan that was pretty rigid that got literally uh, picked up and thrown out the door sort of mid February? Yeah, I think regarding things that you know, special year twelve things like our last athletics carnival and our formal and and things like that. And now that they literally had to be thrown away because you know it's out of the school's control. They're just social social distancing things like we couldn't do them anymore, and that sort of hurt I know a bit for a lot of people because you know you told supposed to be the, like one of the best years of your schooling experience and then all of these things are now taken away from us but it makes us appreciate um other things that we have now like way more like we just had a debating competition and I've never been more excited to listen to people debate about just not even political issues just anything I just it, it did make life a bit better I think. How'd you go on the debating competition Connor I know it's one of your passions. Um, we, unfortunately, I'm not sure that my house, Derrimut, isn't necessarily doing that well with debating. But I think Gabby is Strathmore going well. Yeah, my house, I'm house captain of Strathmore and we're, we're second on the ladder overall. We, we didn't do, we did average in debating, but we're, we're looking to take home the cup. Oh, very good. Hey, as uh, as uh, leaders in the school, and uh, and now that the the rest of the school have come in, and the you know the year nines and uh, and tens and that are, are, are back on campus with you, is there is there a change in the mood around the school since uh, the kids have come back? Is there a different feeling about the way they sort of look at school, given that they were, had it taken off them for a couple of months? I think maybe like for the first week, people sort of getting used to the idea of not waking up at eight forty five two minutes before their class started. <laughs> um, and they're sort of a bit tired and sluggish. But now, after like a month, we're pretty much all settled in. I don't think anyone feels – everyone feels pretty adjusted, I think. Yeah. Um, obviously, years, I mentioned, year 12 is a really important thing. How, uh, how are you both sort of tracking uh, in terms of how you think you're going heading into these, into these big exams? It's kind of scary to think that we're halfway through year 12 in our exams. We, got our, we just recently got our um, exam timetable, so now we know exactly when – 
Alexander's are, which is sort of makes it a bit more real. Um, but I think that we've been set up quite well. Like we're quite lucky with Westbourne and the way that they handled um, online schooling and things. And I feel like we're really like set up to do well. Connor? I agree. Um, it's really surprising how time has flown by, um, especially with uh, remote schooling. It seems like this term has only been a couple of weeks um, and we're so close to the end of year exams. Um, but I'm feeling pretty sanguine about um, my progress and I think everyone else in the school is, is pretty happy. How uh, How's the relationships uh, with the teachers? Are they, do they seem different to you now that you spent sort of three months away from them? I think well, we've sort of got an insight into their, their home lives when yeah. we were doing Zoom calls. <laughs> see, you know, their child walking in the background and stuff like that. Um, but so I, I think, if anything, we're closer to our teachers and more appreciative 100%. of their efforts in class. Tell us, uh, both of you, about your, your, your sort of experiences at Westbourne. Well, did you start uh, from uh, day dot at Westbourne and, uh, and have you found the experience of being part of the uh, what, what's a, a very, very famous school in the western suburbs of Melbourne? Um, so I started at Westbourne in prep in 2008 and oh. I've worked my whole way up and I've it's really interesting to see the dynamics. Like from the group of the cohort that I started with in prep, there's only I think 16 or 17 of us now in Year 12. And so between us, there's a really special bond. Like, we've all known each other since day one, and it is really special. Um, but I just think that it's a really wonderful school, and, like, it's something that now, especially after COVID, that I really do appreciate more than I probably ever did. Yeah, and I came into Westbourne at uh, Year 7, and I didn't know anyone in my year level. Uh, but it was super easy to assimilate into the school. Uh, everyone was really approachable. Like, from day one, I have a clear memory of someone inviting me over to... um play basketball with them. So I think Westbourne is an amazing community and even without knowing anyone beforehand, you can totally uh, be accepted into the school, which is amazing. In terms of the uh, the facilities that you have too at, at your beck and call, they're, they're very impressive. Yeah, we're not allowed to obviously use anything now, but they just recently like opened the Sports and Aquatic Centre, which is probably one of the biggest things to happen in a while. And it, it really is something something special to look at. What um, what do you both want to do uh, post year twelve? What uh, what's your plans, Connor? Oh, um, I'll, I plan to go on uni- to university next year, and then after that, um, I'd like to start my own business and travel the world nomadically. I think would be a cool thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope that COVID uh, COVID nineteen doesn't have a, a massive impact on that. What do you want to do at uni? Um, I'm thinking of studying commerce. Okay. It'd be great. To go with your plans to be a uh, a businessman in the uh, in the in the future, what what uh, what subjects are you doing at Westbourne now? Um, so I'm doing economics, Japanese, English, and math methods. Uh, what I'm doing, okay. Uh, so sort of a broad range of subjects, but I think they're they're all pretty useful for my future plans. I guess. What about you, Gabby? Um, I'm in the middle of applying for the Australian Defence Force Academy, and so that's my goal. And I'm studying English further, geography, environmental science, and English. Let's do your art. As I said, I said English already. What, what part of the Defence Force do you want to go into? Army, definitely. Oh, cool. Gabby, which, uh, which part of the Defence Force, what are you interested in? Um, I'm applying for the Army and then as an intelligence officer. That's the role that I'm preparing for at the moment. Where, uh, where did the interest in that come from? Um, I have a friend who's a year older than me who's currently um, – there at Adfa in Canberra, um, and he sort of sparked the interest because he started his applications in Year 10 and then really started getting into it in Year 12, and then so I was in Year 11, I was hearing all about it, and I 
decided to, you know, put my hand up and have a go. Okay. Uh, how do your parents feel about that? Are they happy about that? My parents are really supportive of it. They're, they're really great. Like, my mum obviously is like, you know, allowed to go to war, but that's, you know, out of her control. Um, but they're very, very supportive of everything and anything that I want to do. Yeah. How did uh, how did both your parents, uh, both of you, handle the uh, handle the homeschooling? Did they did they find that trying at times? Or um, I think my mum is a teacher herself, and she was doing homeschooling at the same time in the room next to me, uh, as well as I've got a younger sister as well who was doing homeschooling at the same time, and we're all uh, at once talking to our teachers, um, and so it was. It I think it was sort of the sort of claustrophobia that you get with seeing your family with your family after such an extended period of time was sort of, it was somewhat difficult, but also I think strengthened our bonds together, I guess. Yeah. Gabby, how'd your, how'd your folks handle you being at home all the, doing the homeschooling? Um, my dad was really lucky, like, with his job that he was easily able to transition into, like, working from home. So he just set up his stuff in the office downstairs and was just working away, whereas mum was a flight attendant, um, an international flyer, so she's, obviously out of work and she's she's usually, you know, away three or four days a week and now she's home all day, every day and not being able to interact with my dad because he was working and interact with me because I'm upstairs learning. It was, I think she found that difficult, but I think we really valued like family time because we never, the three of us were never really home together. And now during COVID and isolation, we were really able to, to bond and build our family connection, which was nice. Yeah. What um, uh, as individuals and as future leaders of uh, you know uh, society, um, what what have you both learnt out of the out of the COVID nineteen situation and 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 what it uh, the impact that it had on your lives? Um, I think that I've learnt that it's really important to like be appreciative and grateful of the things that we do and the opportunities that we have. I think that was a massive massive thing that I've learnt and something else that I feel like it's being able to be resilient like. If you know if we can get through this as a cohort and as individuals, then you know it's a pretty good building block for us to be able to face um, further issues in, that we might face in, in the future. I think it really exemplified how well this cohort can adapt to changes. Um, I think we were all super scared of going into remote schooling, uh, didn't know how it would work, and were sort of suspicious that it might not actually be that helpful. But I think we all handled it really well, and we we're still able to keep up with our classwork. So I think it. It's, in that way, it built some resilience in us, I think. And out of that, what are your hopes that uh, that we take? Because uh, obviously, out of every kind of uh, negative, there's there's positive. So, what what do you hope that you can maintain that you that you're able to do? I mean, Gabby, you talked about connecting with your family. You're hoping to be able to keep that connection as strong post COVID nineteen when we go back to what you know whatever normal is. Oh, definitely. I think like now that we sort of appreciate what you know family time is and what it means that. We can put aside, you know, a weekend or, you know, a day a week just to be able to sit down and spend time together rather than just be in different rooms in, in our own house, which is definitely something that we're going to do. Yeah, the, the, leaving the kind of silo existence and, and being more a, a communal existence. Yeah. Yeah. Connor, what about you? What, have, what, what are you hoping to hang on to that, that, that you got to do during COVID-19 that you weren't doing that you hope you can do in the future? Um, I think I got the chance. First of all, I got a chance to stay with my family and, um, like Gabby said, uh, interact with them a bit more, which is enjoyable, and I'd like to continue that. Um, also, just the extra time that we had during COVID allowed me to do stuff that, like, 
go for a run every day, which I'd never really done that before. Um, and so I'm definitely going to keep that up um, uh, after, now that everything's settled down again a, a bit. Uh, I think those are the main things that I took from it. Have you, have you found, uh, both of you, that uh, your priorities about what's important to you have changed uh, post-COVID? I feel like they've made me sort of realise things that I already knew. Like, I knew that I you know, valued my friends and my education and my family and things like that. But now, after COVID, I'm like, wow, like, I really do value that and I really do appreciate these people in my life. And I've sort of now made more of an effort to reach out to people and you know, really build those connections now that there is limited time left for us. Connor? Yeah, uh, same as Gabby. I think um, my priorities didn't really change, um, but it was just sort of becoming more appreciative of the things that I had pre-quarantine, uh, uh, like access to my friends all the time and the amazing work that our teachers had done at school, just becoming more appreciative of those things and, and taking that appreciation with us once we left self-isolation. As, as two of the leaders of the Year 12 of, uh, of 2020 at Westbourne, what, uh, what do you want uh, future uh, Westbourne uh, students and, and, and past uh, sort of alumni of the, of the school to remember and think about uh, the Year 12 students of 2020? What do you want to leave behind? What's your mark? What's your legacy? I think sort of the message that you can do it. I think, like, we've always heard that Year 12 is a rough year and it, it's hard and challenging and there's going to be burnouts. And I feel like if we can do it as a cohort through, like, this nonsense that's going on now that everyone after us can do it. Absolutely. I, I agree with Gabby. Outside of uh, school and home and all that sort of stuff, what's your, what's your passions, Gabby? I'm really into my fitness. I love my running and my sport. I sort of – I love doing that. But I'm also a big fan of my reading and listening to music. I'm always doing those. You always catch me in the library. Connor? Um, I love I, – I personally like learning languages. Um, so I do Japanese at school. We've got an amazing uh, Japanese teaching base here at Westbourne, um, and I would love to continue doing that uh, after finishing Year Twelve as well. So, from both of you, what what message would you give to the students of the Westbourne uh, College at the moment who are listening to this podcast and listening to you two as as leaders of the school about uh, about what um, what your what your thoughts are about the school as you uh, get ready to head out the you know the gate for the last time in a couple of months? I think. The main message would just be that uh, they've proven, all the year 12 students this year across the state have proven that they're able to adapt to these, uh, what seems like unfortunate circumstances at the time, but circumstances that have really changed us for the better. And I think just making sure that, that everyone is really appreciative of the efforts that the school and their teachers um, have gone, gone through to um, make sure that their progress uh, continues for the rest of the year. I, I agree with Connor 100%. It's just we we are such a strong cohort and now that after like, through all of this, I feel like we've really come together as a year level and reached out to support each other and that just sort of recognises that the only way we're going to get through all of this issues like now and in the future is that if we stick together and support each other. Now, here's your chance. You can change one thing about the school. It can be the uniform. It can be starting time, finishing time. It can be uh, one thing you can change about the school. As you walk out the uh, out the gate for the last time, you go, from now on, you don't have to – lunch will be between two. And What would you change, Gabby? What's the one thing you'd like to see changed? Well, one thing that we got from um, online school was during each period we had a five-minute break and then during our doubles we had a ten-minute break. And 
like a little goes such a long way. Just being able to pull away from the screen, just go get a snack, get something to eat, and then come back to class refreshed was so helpful. And I sort of wish that they would apply that to like school normally now that we're back because like kids can get you know so distracted sitting for a hundred minutes straight and being you know forced to listen to a teacher for that long, and it's just not efficient. I feel like if we had little breaks throughout the day, it would really improve the the quality of learning. Excellent point. Connor, you got one? Um, I think what the remote schooling period showed us was during the remote school period, we uh, cut down on all of the excess activities that we do at school. So, like, we have assemblies every week um, and we have uh, we have tutor groups every morning, um, which I think we're, we cut those out. And I think it proved that they really were unnecessary in this day and age um, to sit around and uh, listen to people's presentations for 40 minutes. See, what you come up with is more snacks and less meetings. That is the uh, that is the absolute uh, panacea of, uh, of how you can get uh, on better in life. You come up with a couple of beauties there. Uh, Gabby, Connor, thank you so much for your time. It's been a, an absolute delight to have a chat to you and uh, best of luck with your year, the rest of year 12 and uh, enjoy it. It's been, it's been bloody hard, but uh, you've got through this uh, so far and I'm sure you're going to have a very successful end to the year. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's been great talking to you. Yeah. Uh, been terrific. Thank you. Future looks pretty bright when you've got uh, some uh, great people like that uh, involved. Gabby Moraes and Connor Barnes from the Westbourne Grammar School. My thanks to Westbourne uh, for their cooperation in uh, in putting this together and uh, giving us uh, the time to spend with uh, with Gabby and uh, Connor. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out the uh, Committee for Wyndham website page and also the Facebook page. Details of uh, a whole lot of programs and events uh, that are coming up and a whole lot of great offers as well. So take advantage of that. Until the next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Hope you enjoyed the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.